Jacksonville Jaguars? Tiger Woods has a better record on the road. Kostaki, Economopolis, and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Kostaki won the mayor's bet. The Bengals earned some stripes. The Rams beat up on Brady. And the Chiefs find themselves in last place. But this week was all about the kickers. That's the one. That's a W. Young way forty. The kick is straight through. The Atlanta Falcons... What a kick, indeed. yippee ki Justin Tucker. Aaron Hodges here. Kostaki Economopolis here. Welcome into uh, All Pro Lines, comedy football talk. We do this every Monday right here live on Facebook Live and Twitter and uh, gets into your ear holes as early as uh, Tuesday mornings. We also do a bonus episode every single week for our Inside the Huddle people. Uh, so freebie on Monday and uh, cough up a little dough for the second banana uh, later in the week, Thursday, Friday, whenever. And uh, we're loving it. We're in midseason form. The football's been great, man. How are you, Aaron Hodges? Good, man. Congratulations on winning the mayor's bet. That saves you a moon pie or some kind of Stucky's pecan log or uh, what were the other things I was threatening to send you? A uh, Coca-Cola, some kind of tour of CNN. Vidalia onions, the sweetest onions in the world. Those are from Georgia. Love those. Uh, But no, it sounds like you got to figure out how to ship a pork roll across the country. (laughs) Yes, I got to figure out how to send you some, (laughs) some Jersey's finest cuisine. Some pork roll. Uh, that's what I'm threatening to send you. I'm going to send you some pork roll, pal. Deal with that, huh? Because the Falcons beat the Giants. The, the Falcons finally figured out a game plan. Play the Giants. That's the only <laughs> way they can. The Falcons deserve to be 0-3. It's just total dumb luck that this ended up a victory for them. But whatever. Well, I guess we'll take it. I don't know. How did you? Did you watch some of that? Yeah, I saw half of it something like that uh yeah you know. <laughs> it was uh it was bad you know it was bad i definitely I, like wanted them to win and they did not it felt bad and it's like <laughs> you know you were talking about how you don't really want to watch the falcons because it's just why would you put yourself through that and i found myself feeling really pathetic after this loss so i was like sulking <laughs> in the chair and visibly sad and alex was like you're going to be okay, <laughs> like mocking me a little bit. And I'm like, you know, and I said something. I didn't even realize how pathetic it was when it was coming out of my mouth. But afterwards, I was, I had to, you know, just take note of it, how sad it was. I just said, you know, I just want a reason to believe in my team again. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. So that's, like a, that's like a seven-year-old kind of like, really, yeah. oh, like it really gets you. Like angels yeah. in the outfield, oh, the kid's going, it could happen. <laughs> 
You see what I'm saying? What you do is you give up on your team week two and you just enjoy NFL Red Zone and fantasy and survivor pools and pick them leagues. And then if they win, it's kind of a bonus. And you're like, ah, <laughs> address is eating a pork roll. Sounds like punishment. <laughs> it's not. You guys are like, you're going to be so happy with it. I want a full report after you get this big pork roll. Here's what you got to do. You got to slice it. You could go real thin if you want. And just cook it on the uh, the old frying pan, you know, get it nice and crispy. You're sending me the ingredients? I cook it? No, you just got to slice it and throw it in the frying pan. That's it. It's like a steakum. Put it in a sandwich with some eggs. Oh, man. You don't even know how good you got it, pal. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this, I think. I don't know. It was funny, though. Our mayor's bet led to a bunch of regional meat discussions that we need to try on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Aaron Hodges is my Twitter and uh, Eddie Barry and Mike Camp were going back and forth about some Cincinnati meats. And one of them was, you ever hear this one? The Galleta, I think is how you pronounce it. I never heard of it, but I was fascinated because there aren't many regional things left in America. There's such a generica sort of nature, like all the strip malls are the same all over the country. And and Cincinnati has one of the only other regional things that's legit. Like their skyline chili thing is very specific. There's You can only really get that within like, I don't know, a five hour drive radius of Cincinnati. It's basically spaghetti with meat poured on top that's a little cinnamony. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, the original recipe way back in the day was from a Greek. It has a little bit of that, like the meat from pasticcio or uh, moussaka kind of taste to it. It's got some kind of, it's a little bit sweet. Anyway, I'm off track. But this meat that they were talking about, I never heard of. And that's another regional thing that's Cincinnati. So anyway, I, I did some learning about it this week. So thanks, boys. I mean, it, it sounds so good. Beef, pork, and some oats. And it's like, it looks like it's packaged like pork roll. But I know we're going on about pork roll quite a bit here. But you got to <laughs> add, I got to get Glenn in here. Because when he was at my house, you know, he was wondering about all things Jersey. And of course, Springsteen is the only thing that comes to his feeble mind. But <laughs> he had pork roll while he was here, and here he is dissing it. He says it might as well be country ham, but not as good. He's a southerner. He's got his, he brings his own bias to the table. You know, he's always going to try to find it. Although, I have to say, the southern breakfasts are pretty amazing. I'm not even a big breakfasty guy in traditional sense, but you get like a really good southern breakfast with the biscuits and the gravy and the, like that really thick bacon. And, you know, southern breakfast can uh, do, you, do you real nice. Mm-hmm. Well, we know you came here for the pork roll talk, as Chris comments. Welcome to pork yeah. roll talk later, the NFL. All pork lines All right pork here. Lines. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we jump right into some uh, right into some jokes, everybody? <laughs> the two minute drill. <laughs> The Two Minute Drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. That caught me off guard. I had to throw Ethan on the video there just to, just to mess with him there. Real, well done, sir. Well done. I like it. So the lead story is yippee Justin Tucker. Final play, 66-yard kick. Bounced off the crossbar 
up straight up in the air and fell just in Ravens over Lions and an NFL record kick in the nuts for Detroit. Oh my goodness, poor Detroit. They find a new way to lose every time. And by the way, find someone who looks at you the way Vikings fans are looking at Justin Tucker right now. <laughs> like, please, uh, yeah, we want a kicker that good. <laughs> I guess the Lions forgot to bite the kneecap of Justin Tucker. I don't know. <laughs> Based on what happened, the Lions have quit football and are going back to playing with the Christians. Uh, and Vegas has the Christians by 14. <laughs> the Ravens wideout uh, had so many drops. Hollywood Brown had to change his name to Bollywood. See, that's not quite as good. Original punchline. Let me ask you this. The original punchline was Branson. Do you know what Branson is? No, no, no. Neither did my Jersey wife. So I changed it to Bollywood. Branson is like. It's like kitschy, older folks, redneck uh, Vegas in the middle of Missouri. That's a terrible pitch. Um, anyway. <laughs> no, it sounds wonderful. It's, it's got some charm. There's, it's, it's, you know, it ain't Hollywood. That's the point. Yakov Smirnoff is there, and I wanted to do this joke so I could do the accents, but I'm going to do it for you anyway. They pay you not to catch the ball? What a country. <laughs> All right. So, well, then we had the kick six, which, you know, Jacksonville was like, we're not good at offense. We have to score on field goal defense. That's our only chance yeah. in this game. <laughs> longest play in NFL history and then longest field goal in NFL history all in the same week. I know. It's crazy. The longest uh, miss. Well, I guess there's longer misses, but it was an unusually long miss. I believe that was a 68 yarder that was a miss. Was it? Wow. The rare kick six, which really should be part of the Minnesota lottery. They should have a kick six. I don't know. <laughs> 109-yard kick six. Usually a chase that long in Jacksonville involves an ex-wife, a dirt bike, and an alligator. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim Beam and a riding lawnmower and a parole officer. <laughs> uh, a lot of surprises to open this season. The Chiefs are in last place in the division. Yeah. The Raiders are 3-0. and Crazy. And Antonio Brown tested positive for something that's not drugs. <laughs> Or bipolar. <laughs> and the Chargers use the clock in such a weird way. They've been invited to the Salvador Dali Museum. You see. All right. They use the clock in a very weird way. What did they do? Oh, God. It's a long story. But the short version is they just needed a field goal to win the game. Right? Mm-hmm. And they had a fourth and four on like the 30 something and they decided to go for it. And then they had a delay of game penalty. It was fourth and nine. And in both cases, instead of kicking, they went for it. They converted on fourth down, fourth and nine, the end of the game. And then at the very end of the game, they completely had the Chiefs dead to rights. There was 30 seconds left. The Chiefs had like one timeout or two. I think they had a first down and they were inside the 10. All they have to do is fall down the ball twice, make them call the timeouts. And they they threw the ball for a touchdown with 30-something seconds left and then missed the extra point. So that the Chiefs had a chance to win the game. Mm. They really mismanaged the end of this game badly, and it worked out. And it was kind of beautiful the way it happened. So it's like it saves the coach's ass, but it was weird. Right. We need to check to see if there's any association to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. You know, they don't, just don't trust the kicker. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I and I get you're playing Mahomes and you want to do everything you can from giving him the ball back. But, you know, I understand the going for it part. But the, but the weirdness at the end of not just kicking the field goal and running down the clock. I mean, that's that's a strange choice. So many head coaches cannot manage the clock. It's crazy. 
it must be very hard in the moment to get all these things right. And it's easy to sit on the couch and go, well, you should have done that different. But yeah, it does seem like something that they would work on a little more often. I don't know. Tom Brady had a tough game. I love that. That's one of my hobbies, sad Tom Brady. You know that. Tough game in L.A. His agent will probably tell him that he should have gone to L.A. when he was younger, you see, (laughs) because he had never been to. Brady is now the second creepiest subway pitch man as well. All right, let's do the uh, let's do the fill in the blank. We do this at all porklines.com once in a while, uh, where we'll just set up a joke premise and let the peanut gallery go bananas with it. And it's fun. It's actually one of my favorite things. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul was out with a, he had a couple of injuries, but one of them was a hand injury. So we ran with that. Uh, JPP out with a hand injury is like blank being out with a blank injury. You see the setup? We got the we got the visual here as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, JPP out with a hand injury. That's like Def Leppard drummer being out with an arm injury. Huh? That's like Lance Armstrong being out with a testicle injury. That's like Stevie Wonder being out with an eye strain. (laughs) It's like Oscar Pistorius out with a foot injury. You see? (laughs) That's like Carson Wentz out with an injury. It's like Lieutenant Dan out with turf toe. It's like Abraham Lincoln out with a head injury. (laughs) It's like Bill Belichick out with a heart problem. You see? That's fun to do. Fill in the blanks. All right. Half of the fun of the drum rolls is wondering, did Ethan find that funny or did Ethan just not get that? (laughs) Dude, I don't get half of them. I'm like, like, that was funny. That deserved a rib shot. (laughs) I'm not old enough to get it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, one last joke. Uh, DK Metcalf vowed to tune out the smack talk, to which I say to DK, your mama never did mind a little smack talk in bed. Whoa. She named him DK because when someone offers her D, she says, K. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, let's let's jump into a little uh, kudos and taps. I have two. We didn't talk pregame here. Do you want to go first in case you have the same one? Sure. Yeah, I'll go first. This is, uh, it's, I, I like this team, man. It's kind of uh, been, they've been my 1A, 1B-ish kind of team for a few years now. And uh, I think they're proven that they're for real. The Jaguars? No, it's not the Jaguars. <laughs> it's the Cleveland Browns and their defense, man. Nine sacks against the Bears. I didn't see any of this game, but I did see Miles Garrett getting interviewed afterwards. And they said he had four and a half on his own. Four and a half. Wow. So nine sacks, I mean, Justin Fields must have been getting beat up in that game. And that's a crazy amount of sacks. So to the Cleveland Browns defense, taps on the back. Taps on the back. Nice. I have the Browns defense in two fantasy leagues. I believe in those guys. They really, they've got some great players on that team. Miles Garrett being number one. A hat tip to uh, Justin Tucker, but my big kudos this week are to uh, Sean McVay and the Rams. We (laughs) talked last week in this very spot about this sort of yucky Alabama-esque inevitability about the Buccaneers, and the Rams beat the shit out of them. They basically were in control this whole game. Now, when you're playing Tom Brady, you know, there's no celebrating at halftime, Falcons. Um, (laughs) 
But they really, they were in commanding lead of this game the whole time. And the Rams look great. And, you know, they don't hold back. When they want a player, they go get them. They don't have any first-round picks for the next 40 years or something. Their team is stacked. They are ready to win right now. And they're well-coached. And they've got players at all the key positions and arguably the two best defensive players in the league and good quarterback and great receivers. And, you know, um, Go dogs, Matt Stafford, University of Georgia. Sean McVay, player of the year in a local Georgia high school as well. So there's a real Georgia connection there as well. And it's my local team. My, so I have a local team. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. No loyalty. Well, I was excited when Gurley came here. So that was, that was another Georgia connection. Now, Sony Michelle, Bulldog as well. Anyway, so yeah, I love, I love that, you know, my second favorite team, whoever's playing, uh, the Patriots won, and my third favorite team, whoever's playing Tom Brady, won. My Falcons won. If only my fantasy teams could get their act together. It was pretty, uh, it's a pretty great weekend. So kudos to the Rams and Sean McVay. That was my point. A lot of kudos. All right, and since he's lurking, I guess I'll give a belated uh, kudos and taps to Glenn for last week we pondered which would come first, his uh, fantasy football team getting a victory or the Jaguars. Uh Kudos and taps to Glenn Grizzard for beating the Jaguars. <laughs> <Not a kudos. laughs> that's a nice, that's a nice one. Okay. Well, that's a good segue. Let's do this week's version of that particular segment with Glenn's delightful voice. Uh, now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. All right. I got one for you. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. It's fun because it's an interesting subject and it's a dig at you and your <laughs> shitty team. Uh, which comes first, the Chiefs or the Giants getting out of last place in their division? Oh, Jesus. Uh <laughs> Now, I got some background facts if you would like to ponder and consider. I mean, I, I know what you're going to say. They're in a very good division and the Giants are in a very bad division. So that that's right. At least makes it worth pondering for a second. OK. And the I forget. Washington, yeah, Washington lost. Eagles and Cowboys play tonight. I hope they both lose. That's right. That's right. They're both one and one. So one of those teams is going to be one and two. Yeah. And the uh, Washington team is one and two. The Giants sit at zero and three. Right. Right. So they're close. They're close to being out of the out of the basement. They're not far away. That's what I'm saying. On the other side, the Chiefs are one and two. The Chargers are two and one. And both the Broncos and Raiders are three and zero. So the division's rocking right now. Although the Chiefs almost lost the first game against the Browns. They could be zero and three. So. The Raiders are frauds. No one believes that they're actually a really good team. <laughs> That's a good segue to our next segment. Let's come back to that in a sec. Okay, so put that in your pipe and smoke it later. Uh, <laughs> Raiders are frauds. The Broncos, I think, are probably better than people thought they would be. I think I actually believe in the Broncos a little bit. And the Chargers are going to be good as well. I believe in the Chargers. I do. The Chargers and Broncos, okay. I believe in them. The Raiders, no. That's my John Gruden bias showing as well. I hear you. I might flip-flop. I'm with you on the Chargers. I might flip-flop and believe a little more than you on the Raiders and a little less on the Broncos. But carry on. Okay. So it is actually kind of worth pondering. It is a little bit of compelling, more than I thought it would be, because it is an uphill battle already for the Chiefs. It's going to take them at least three weeks to get there. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that right? Oh wait, to get you're saying to get out of last place. Yeah, to not be fourth out of four. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, you're catching me at the end of losing the mayor's bet. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the Giants receivers are all getting hurt. I don't even know what their schedule looks like. I don't know who they got next, but. Oh, that's right. I should have had that right At this point, man, I mean, they've lost two games in a row, a last-second field goal. Yeah. So I guess you could say that they're due, but uh, what do they do? I don't know. I don't believe in the Giants anymore. I told you, if they lost to the Falcons, I'm going to be out. (laughs) So I'm I'm just out, man. The Chiefs are going to get out of last place before the Giants. It's the Chiefs all the way. All right. All right. That sounds like a good answer. I'm just looking at the schedule for this week. There's some interesting matchups pending this subject. Washington gets to play the Falcons this week, so that's good news for them. (laughs) The Eagles have to play the Chiefs. That's probably bad news for them. Panthers-Cowboys coming up. That's interesting. There's a lot of great games on this schedule. Oh, my goodness. Rams-Cardinals, 49ers-Seahawks, Steelers-Packers. Well, let's watch football again this week. And, of course, Buccaneers-Patriots Sunday night. That's the one. Yeah. Um, wait, where's the Giants? That's what I came. Oh, the Giants play the Saints. All right. Well, the Saints have shown us. That's another loss. Probably. But the Saints, you know, they've showed us both sides in just three games. And they could go either way. All right. I accept your answer. I think you're right. Well, shall we skip on to the next segment here? This is a good one. It's uh, let's do let's do. Uh, I got a couple questions for you, my friend. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. I've got three of these. They're fairly short, but they are interesting subjects, so we might want to knock around a little bit. All right. This was a factlet that Andreas sent me this afternoon, which I heard in live time, and I sort of forgot about it. It didn't really land for me. One 3-0 team this year. There's five of them now, just so you know. We got Rams, Raiders, Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos. 3-0. Five teams. They're amazing. They're crushing it. Expectations, especially a couple of those. One 3-0 team this year has gone 3-0 against teams that all won at least 10 games the season before, which has apparently never happened in the modern football era. So they are 3-0, and the teams they have beaten all won at least 10 games last year. Which team is that? Raiders, Rams, Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos. It's only one team out of those? Mm-hmm. It's apparently a new NFL record. I don't know. Well, I guess it's the Raiders because uh, they beat the Ravens. I forget who their other opponent. Who did they, they beat this week? The Dolphins. Uh, yeah, it's the Raiders. It's the Raiders. 
It is the Raiders. The Raiders have a record. So that that speaks a little bit to your I don't believe in them thing. They just beat three good teams, at least on paper. Yeah, but the Dolphins threw a lateral pass from their own end zone to give the Raiders <laughs> a safety. Did you see that play? I did see that play. <laughs> for some reason, of all the things that happened this week, for some reason, that was the one that everyone on Twitter was beating people up about. Like, uh, all right, I guess. but It's about as dumb as it gets. I, I mean, if you don't throw a perfect pass, if the receiver has to jump at all and he has no time to juke, then you might as well just take a knee in the end zone. Yeah, it was a mess. It was, it was very, uh, the outcome was definitely ugly to yeah. behold. So I, I totally get it. All right, so that's correct. I'll give you the points on that one. All right, so continuing on, there's there's five 3-0 teams. Now, this is based on a 16-game season, so this number is going to be a little softer. Buddy, you just threw a ton of numbers at me. My head almost exploded, so bring it on. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, what's the percentage that uh, 3-0 teams make the playoffs? Now, again, it's based on one fewer game than what we have this right, year. Right, but. Man, it's got to be somewhere like 70%, I would guess. I'm going to call that correct. The answer is 75. And my guess is it's a couple of percentages down from that given an extra game this year. Sure, so you're yeah. dead on. Okay. Yeah, so well done. Got it. <laughs> All right. And your last quiz is the other end. This is the number that surprised me the most in this quiz. Um Five teams are 0-3. Um, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Jets. You guys have some shitty company. The Lions. <laughs> oh God, it sounds so bad. And the Colts. The Colts are the only team in here that we thought might be good. Um, what's the percentage that 0-3 teams make the playoffs? Oh, that's got to be like less than 10%. That's, that's probably like 6%. I would have thought six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. The answer is 3.2%. Jesus. Which probably goes up with the extra game. That's right. It goes up one tiny, <laughs> tiny tick. It goes up to 3.4%. Yeah, that's probably right. So, yeah, do give up on your team and enjoy the fantasy football season and all the other things that the football season has to offer. That's all I'm telling. That's all I'm telling. Okay, you're encouraging me to give up. Yeah. Good, nice friend. Nice friend I got here. Congratulations. <laughs> See if I send you some pork roll. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to help you. I don't care about your giants. I care about you as a person. I appreciate that, yeah. So, yeah, we do this in this space. Uh, for those of you listening to it as a regular podcast, that's our primary goal is for, to give you guys a chance to listen to it wherever you get your podcast, wherever you are all the time uh, at your convenience, walking through airports, on a subway, in a car, whatever it is that you do and listen to podcasts. But you can watch us do it live on Facebook Live on the uh, All Pro Lines platform and also uh, at Twitter in the same space. And we can take questions and comments. We can be a little more interactive with you guys if you want to be. We're here for you. And we do this every Monday. It's the pregame. It's before the Monday night football. So come join us. Pregame shows generally in television. Eh, not my favorite thing. So join us instead and then watch the Monday night game. It's the perfect warm up. And if you want to get a bonus episode every week, jump in to uh, become, you know, member of uh, get inside the huddle, I think is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the new listeners. We had a nice uptick in listeners this week. So if you're new to the show, welcome. And you know, if you feel so inclined, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast. And especially all of you in Ireland, we got a bunch of Ireland listeners now. 
I think it's probably because of Ethan. You know, he's he's definitely Irish, so it's probably all his family. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And on the bonus episode last week, we ended up talking fantasy for like 20 minutes, which was really it feels a little too indulgent to do that in this space because it's uh, more of a broader appeal kind of thing. But for your hardcores, we had a good talk about fantasy. And by the way, I one of the things Aaron and I talked about was my new strategy of we sort of were comparing notes because I sort of anchor the end of the spectrum of I'm not really I don't really trade too much. And Aaron is out there all the time proposing stuff. And and uh, you talked me into it. I made a couple of trade proposals this uh, this week. And one of them was denied. I tried to get Tony Pollard to back up my uh, Zeke in, in our uh, listener league, all, all pork lines listener league. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that failed. But I did successfully trade Chuba Hubbard for Chase Claypool at a keeper league, my old boys network. And I love Chase Claypool as a keeper. This year, Eh, Ben's kind of feeling done to me. He's one of three guys. Right. This is not going to be the year. Yeah. But next year, Juju's going to be gone. And I believe in the, the kid's talent. I think he's got a DK Metcalf possible ceiling. So it was fun. It was fun to make a trade. So thank you for that, my friend. Wait, so run that by me again. Who was it? I traded Chuba Hubbard, who's the backup to uh, McCaffrey. He's going to get some play at least the next two or three weeks. And of course, McCaffrey has some more issues like he did last year. He could be this year's Mike Davis. So right. he's got some upside uh, yeah. for this season, for sure. And I got Chase Claypool, who was, we're in a five-keeper league, and he was my sixth player that I desperately wanted to keep and then couldn't, and then was snaked for me before I had a chance to get him back in the draft. So I kind of had my eye on him the whole time of like, this. I don't believe this will be his year because there's too many strikes against him. I, I think Ben has a... That was the other thing that Twitter went crazy about this week was the clip of Ben just falling down in a pile by himself. Ben does not, he's not peaking right now with Juju there and Deontay. I mean, he's just got a lot of competition for touches, but Juju's not gone next year. And I think uh, Claypool's going to be a monster. I don't know. That's what I think. Well, we'll I, no, I really, really like that you pulled the trigger on something, man. It makes it more fun because now, especially it being a dynasty league, that means you're going to have a long narrative to see who won this trade. Yeah, that's right. We famously traded one year. I was in, it's, it's Baxter. I don't know if you ever met, oh, you met Baxter. You know Baxter. Of course you know Baxter. We stood in the sideways rain at the Jets yeah. game with Baxter for to seven hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, Baxter and I famously traded. Uh, one year I had a really good playoff situation. My team was was cranking, but I, I needed a, one more wide out and Beckham was hurt. So we traded Beckham, uh, for Mike Evans. They were the same age and Beckham had the slight edge, but I could use Evans for my playoff push uh, when Beckham was sitting on the bench, gimpy. And that ended up working out for me because Beckham's had so many other injury problems and went to a different team and hadn't really connected yet. So I still have Mike Evans in that league and that ended up being a plus two, but you never know. That could have really hurt my feelings to give up on Beckham at his peak, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, you're right. These kind of narratives are fun to follow. And, uh, you know, I, I, in my home league, I, I also famously traded away Christian McCaffrey before just as he was emerging as a monster. I just didn't believe it. I just thought the team wasn't that good. And it's the white running back bias. I needed a tight end. So I traded him for Zach Ertz. Oh, wow. Well, that might have been good. It's five years ago. Who was having. Like he had an NFL record number of catches. He was having an unbelievable oh, season. He was maybe the best tight end in fantasy for a couple of years. 
Yeah, he was at that that moment. He was the best tight end in fantasy. Yeah. But Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that one hurts right. my feelings. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, in a keeper league. Right. Mm. Oh, mm. Mm. you can't win them all. No, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back to back to real life football for a second. Got to give props to Cincinnati for being two and one, taking out Pittsburgh. I mean, you know. That's a, that's a young team that might be on the come up, and Jamar Chase looks like he might be the best wide receiver in this class for sure. He looks real, real good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got four, four touchdowns in three games as a kid who never played in this league before. That's a, that's a step. Who had like seven drops in the preseason. He made a pretty good turnaround here, this kid. Um, yeah, he's going to be fun to watch for a long time. And the connection with Burrow and... That's going to be a, you know, throw the ball all over the field kind of a team probably for the next several years. So they'll be fun. Uh, yeah, kudos to the Bengals fans. They've been hanging in there. Bengal Barry and all the rest of you guys. By the way, I just sent uh, Bengal Barry an, an orange All-Pro Lines t-shirt. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got a couple. I sent one to we sent one to Ron Milford that's purple, and uh, one to uh, Buddha Nichols also purple. He's a Ravens fan. Shout out Buddha. Uh, Glenn Grizzard requested red. That's on its way. So we're we're getting some shirts out to our. Uh, that's one of the perks of the Patreon as well. Go to the Patreon page and check out some of the stuff. We're uh, we're we're you know. We're, we're of the people. We're connected with you guys, and we're going to have some of you guys on the podcast here soon. And uh, we got a listener league. We, it's still not too late to join the uh, Pick'em League as well. Um, in fact, this week, it looks like Buddha Nichols has a chance to uh, win this week. And the prize is a T-shirt from uh, Bob Kavoyan's personal collection. So most of the prizes in that league are week to week anyway. So come join us late. Uh, all I have to do is donate something to cancer research and jump on in. Links and all the stuff and wherever you find the stuff. Allprolines.com has links. Yeah, you got to talk about the, the the merch a little bit that uh, allprolines.com is the website. Nice little, yeah. nice little link there to the merch, and it takes you to TeePublic, where, I mean, you could get stuff that isn't just T-shirts. It's got stickers and hoodies and coffee cups and masks. Yeah, we're full sellouts yeah. now. <laughs> masks it's true you can wear your all pork lines mask uh <laughs> wherever you go yeah any uh photoshop of any fans that are good at photoshop out there can we get an all pork lines logo made that's ron schultz where's ron pay attention ron where is he <laughs> let's get it done um yeah, there's actually a bunch of, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. There's keychains and every possible thing you could want. Um, they also have uh, other shirts that aren't just t-shirts. They have hoodies and sweatshirts and stuff like that as well. Um, in fact, when I was sending Glenn the red one, I was like, ooh, I kind of want a red one. Yeah, they look good. It's Heather red, Glenn. It's not the hardcore red. I thought it looked it's a little more subtle like you are. You know, subtle. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, this this hat color matches my shirt nicely. I didn't plan that, but that's that's a good look. Yeah, keep that in mind, Bob, for all your radio appearances. 
So who wins? Uh, yeah, that's right. Who wins uh, the big game Sunday night? What's going to happen? This is the biggest game in the whole arc of the season. Tom Brady returns to Foxborough. What happens? That's Bucks, man. the The, the Patriots are going to be fully maxinated. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to edit this? <laughs> um, I. That's probably right, right? What's the spread? Do we know the spread? I'd be interested to know. I'm looking at it. Up. The Patriots aren't gonna win. I mean, come on, the Bucks are nasty. They're gonna they're gonna destroy them. Mac Jones ain't ready for prime time. But the Patriots are good at this kind of thing, though, right? Yeah, when they had Tom Brady, they were really good at it when they had Tom Brady. <laughs> Is there? Are we giving Tom that much of the edge? And and who's who's to who gets the credit for this giant dynasty? I I think so. So far, he's winning. No. It's five and a half. Five and a half is the spread. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that sounds right. Yeah. They're on the road, but they're the better team. They're going to, they're going to, I would take the Bucks to beat that spread. They're going to win by like 10, 11, 12, 13, something like that. Who do you want to win? That's what somebody was asking me. Like, do you, are you rooting for Tom Brady this week because it's against the Patriots? I'm like, oh God, it just made my stomach hurt the whole thing. I don't know who to root for there. I mean, Gun to head, yeah, I guess it's Bucks. I think I think I I don't know. I think I hate the institution more than the player. I think I agree. I'm so tired of Tom Brady winning, but I don't dislike the guy. I I think I dislike the but the Patriots institution isn't bad either. Robert Kraft is out there like using his jet airplane to do good in the world all the time and I don't know. I meet these people from Massachusetts. They seem fine. <laughs> Spygate, deflate gate. Where do we begin? Yeah, but Brady's guilty of that at least once, at least one yucky gate, one of the yucky gates. Sure. Just referring to the guy as the deflator and then destroying his phone, you guilty some bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. I think you talked me into it. I, I, uh, yeah. It's it's like an election. <laughs> well <said. laughs> it's a it's a lesser of two evils situation where you're like, okay, I guess one of these guys is going to be the president. Fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. I vote for Bruce Arians over Belichick. Yeah, that's good. Okay, that's that's the best that's the best pitch I've heard. Okay, I'm rooting for Bucks then. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Who you got tonight, pal? Tonight, I need uh, I need the rookie wide receiver for the Eagles to have four short touchdowns. Or two really, really long touchdowns. Okay. I'm at one percent to win. If I if I <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um and I got Jalen Hurts in a couple leagues that I look like I'm gonna win easily in. So just rooting for Jalen to look good and uh to have a good game and I don't know, a little less of Pollard I would like to see. I, don't, I haven't figured out the Cowboys. Are the Cowboys going to be great this year or just their offense is great? Just the offense. Yeah, that's it. But isn't that enough anymore? Is it, is it a new <laughs> world? It's enough to be the NFC East champion. Yeah, that's probably true. But uh, I think Cowboys win tonight. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're the better team. Although the Eagles, we keep underestimating them and they keep looking good every game so that's far. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's root for a good game then. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the way to victory. Victory. 
She probably she should probably work on that in rehearsal. I think so. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I kind of like the spontaneous beauty of it, you know. <laughs> it's good to see you, buddy. It's good to hang pal. and talk football. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that it's all happening again. It's uh, it's one of the great joys of my life to just put away the rest of the world and just watch football for a long time on Sundays. It's fun. All pro lines, all pork lines. <laughs> Dot com. And uh, do all the things. You can actually listen to the podcast on the uh, website. Uh, you can watch it, Facebook Live, Twitter. You can tell your friends about it. You can give us a good rating. Remember, when giving us a rating... The more stars, the better. One time we got a rating. <laughs> Someone gave us a one out of five and he loved it. <laughs> Threw off the whole rating scheme for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> five stars, ladies and gentlemen, five stars. More stars are better. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Good luck. Hope you get what you want in fantasy and uh, that your teams win and you enjoy football. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later. Bye, everybody in the chat. Love you guys.